Heavy metal. All right. Call clay matachis. Metal kalim. So we talked about wood, leather, metal kalim. Inim akabotuma. Anam akabotuma. Achi tigon malachton kula till the work they're designed for and tender for is totally finished. Veloya klim uchusha masaklal. It has to be lacking no finishing touches. So that's when it's considered finished. However, unformed, unfinished, you know, pieces of metal. Nine oh three, yeah. Because not considered a finished case. Not just like a like a nugget of, of, of metal, but even like a even like a molded piece of metal that someone has can, can receive material because it has an interior, it's not considered finished until it's totally finished. Alright. What's the expression? It ain't, ain't over till it's over, right? It's not finished till it's finished. So what's what's considered finished? And I'm gonna give you some degmais, of course, in the Mishnahis. These are the these are the types of unfinished metal kalim, and give examples of it's it's usable because it's not totally finished. It's not considered a kelim. It's not a kavutuma. Call shas and lashavaisa any kelim which you're going to eventually still uh, smooth it out, even though it's very usable as it is. Or the shabbat say you're going to level it out. Or the gutter to have it's uh, it's uh, scraped away the the, the 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 rough edges or the car cave. Or to have it polished, or hakish bakurnas, it has to be pounded with a hammer, with a hammer to finish it to make it perfectly flat. So again, it's very usable, but it's not finished. Not you know, you wouldn't put it on the on the shelf yet to sell, for example. Or it's missing a rim or a handle. Like over here in this picture, you see it means that the light part is is complete, but the dark part is not is not on it yet. Yeah. So even though it's very usable, you can see the whole things, the poor things. Still, it's not considered finished. It's not makabotuma. Ad sheyishkenu till you you know, correct it completely, make it finished. The you make it nice. should be lacking. No malacha. Case it more specifically. Hasayif, a, a, a sword, for example, in makabotoma, atishifeni, yamakabotoma, until you smooth it out to make it, you know, you know smooth and, and, and perfect. Ah, it's already very usable in many ways, but it's not finished. Vasakin or a knife, atishifeni, until you sharpen it completely to make it done on, on a sharpening stone. This is a famous story when Reyechen and Reish Lakish had their little, uh, in the they had their difference of opinion about this. Reyechen, I mean, when Das Tachten, you know, said to Reish Lakish, oh, you're an expert in these knives and stones because you were once a bandit. And it was a Gansa story over there. Okay. And similarly, all these type of things. Therefore, a person makes a keli from a piece of iron or raw material, or a bar of metal, of metal. Or from a, like an iron round, round, round wheel of some kind. Or from a, 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 sheet, a sheet of metal, or from a, some kind of metal cover, right? you take a metal covering off of something, you peel it off and you try to shape it to a keli. Or from, from the base of your utensil, a utensil, a keli has like some kind of like base, you take it off, you want to shape it into a keli. Or from the, uh, from the, the, the rim of the keli. Or from the, the handle, or from the, uh, the metal scrap that they took off the keli, or from the pieces that were cut away from it. These are all considered things that are made from unfinished metal kalim. So, in other words, these, we're talking about a case, these kalim were. were um, yeah, but the. The metal is considered an unfinished product. So therefore, even though you made a keli from it, it's not considered a proper keli. Um, in other words, if you take this, this base or this handle you broke off and finish it to a, 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 a proper keli, it's for Shema Kabbal The point is over here that, the, that, that these kalim that you 
pe- broke these pieces off from, they themselves weren't finished yet. They never had a oh, chance yeah. to be a full, a full keli. No, no, no. That's, he's, he's, this is a non pisha mishnai. That's he explains over here. No, the point is, is that this keli that you broke a piece off of was never from a kabbalah in the first place. So you're taking a piece from what? From what's not considered a real keli. It might, it might as well be a raw, a raw nugget. The fact that it's used to hold things, or it's usable to hold things. Excuse me. It's not, it's not the game because you didn't finish it yet. So it never was Makabal Tumor. So essentially, it's, it's considered a, a raw piece of metal. It never left the state of raw metal. If, however, you have a proper metal keli that was finished and it's ready to sell and it's Makabal Tumor, then you, a, a piece that's broken from it, off from it, into a keli, or to a proper keli, I mean, a kalim or from Bechlal from kalim. So you make a keli from a broken keli or from, or, or from, a, or from, or from a keli that's not broken. Uh, so again, if you make a keli from a piece of a broken keli, or a broken piece of a keli, or from a keli that's not broken, it's got very, very worn out from a lot of use. So it's not mamish broken, but it's worn out. Or from, um, from nails. Yeah, thank you. That were part of a finished keli. You pulled the nails out of this keli that was holding it together. From those keli, you fashioned a new keli. That's not considered a raw piece. It was part of a proper keli. The fact you separated it, that, at that moment, it's, it's, it's no longer a keli. But once you form it into a proper keli, it's a keli now. Even why if... Not it, a, why not a kanim under, under a keli? What? Why not the kanim under a keli? So in a kanam, we're talking about the previous examples, we took the base of a keli and made it into its own keli. That keli that it came from was never fully finished. So it's always, from when you took this raw piece of metal and began to shape it and all these things, you know, made a base, all these things, you never polished, you never finished it. So that base you took never really achieved, that base was not part of something that achieved the status of a keli. So it may as well, it may as well been a nugget. Over here it was part of a keli originally. So we take those nails out, you make it into a keli, as long as it can hold something, even if the, when you separate all these nails or, or this broken piece, at, is it Makabotoma? I don't know. But once you shape it into a receptacle, even if you didn't polish it yet, the fact that you, you, it's like you returned it to its status that it was once, because it did once have a Kaylee status. And therefore, even without polishing getting all the finishing touches, that's sufficient. The fact that it's able to be used. What is a nail? A nail? I know what a nail is. No, no, the bang of the hammer. Ah, okay. That's if you know the nail came from a finished Kaylee. What if you find just some random nails? You don't know where it came from. Was it was it was it was it a nail that was part of a Kaylee, or was it just made? It formed as nails from a raw metal piece a piece of metal to sell in the hardware store, but never had a chance to be a full Kaylee, a part of a full Kaylee. because the assumption is most nails you find were not pulled out of a Kaylee that they used. They 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 came from the the box. Even if you form them into a Kaylee. It's not a finished keli unless you, of course, finish it in the proper fashion. So the point over here is, is that when you have a finished metal keli, that's makabotuma. A piece of it that you make into a kli kibble is makabotuma again, even though you didn't do all the trimmings. If it never was makabotuma in the first place, a piece of it is not makabotuma until you finish it properly. Gimel. Put it even more succinctly, a keli that's not finished in makabotuma has the of a raw chunk of metal from the ground. You have a metal keli, it's finished, the only problem is you make a pot. No, you don't have a lid. Excuse me, the lid, thank you. You have the pot, you don't have the lid. The pot is not considered part of the keli. If you didn't shine it, not a pot. But if you didn't make a, ke- a pot cover, it's not a cover. Yeah, correct, correct. So, yeah. You have a needle, 
You didn't make a hole in an eye. You didn't make an eye. Elisafa, you polished it, vatikni, you corrected it, smoothed it. Lakach for the betichlasa. You designed it to be a non, one of those needles that doesn't have an eye. So, is it useful? Makabal tumah. Yes, makabal tumah. What can you use it for if you can't sew with it? Mepeshim etziyim basakayit. It's useful for taking out a splinter. I'm sure there's other uses, but that's like the most common one, I guess. Today, sewing kits have all kinds of needles, even ones that don't have eyes, but whatever purpose it's used. Albim also lenaka, if you will chachila one, if you have the kavana to make an eye, harehi kishah gomlin klimatachis, this needle has the status of a raw piece of metal, the inma kabal because until you make the eye, it's not a finished kali. Once you say, you know what, let's leave it like that, at that moment, it becomes a kali. Hey, okay. This is not a halacha, this is just a Ramam's way of kind of giving us some things to remember things. So, about, although the, the Pashtun is a Psak halacha, that now I'm trying to say, you have to be ma'ayin. Since we said, in, uh, in, 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 one second, since we said, that a raw piece of metal is tar, even though you could, technically speaking, you're able to hold something in it, but you didn't finish it yet. The gomel creates tamayim, but a, a, a wood thing that you you hollowed it out, you're able to hold things. Even if you didn't finish all the trimmings and, and sandpaper it. If it can hold something, it's tamay. Like we said in Perikei Halacha Aleph, uputli klimatochis tamayim, and if it's a flat piece of metal, or the metal tray, that's tamay. Uputli creates tahayim din teira, but wooden kalim are fakarit. If they're flat, they're they're not makabel tumah in teira. It's only the rabbanon. But the Sheris, to Mr. Vil, to Mess, it's not Makabal Tuma, which we said in Halacha, Imperic, Alba, Halachates, and Halacha Yud. I beg your pardon? A flat metal Kaylee? Yes, Makabal Tuma. Oh, sorry, it's not Makabal Tuma. What did I say? Sorry, it is Makabal Tuma. Yes, correct, 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 exactly. Nimtza. Why? Because. Yeah. Yeah, sure, 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 absolutely, yeah. You know, it's, it's a considered, uh, uh, not every, uh, uh, let's say a fork. A fork is not, a fork is considered clay. It doesn't have a receptacle. Right? Okay. Nimtza turns out, a wooden fork is not makabutumanatera, a metal fork is. Nimtza turns out, that design, which is regarding a wooden keli, is tar by a metal keli. And the design which is by a metal keli, is tar manatera at least by a wooden keli. Okay, good. No, just to make it clear, if I care. Oh, the din you're saying, yeah. <laughs> it's all ruchnius, I think. This no, no logic. No logic. Um, I, so, 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 so this, the, the concept of tumantar is a chayk, but the fact that a metal keli, like a fork, has a status different than a wooden fork, makes sense in terms of its durability, in terms of how long it can last, in terms of the no, normal style. I think, there's, I, think, I think there's some level of, uh, a, a of sensibility. A, a wood fork can last a long time, and a metal fork can. Longer chayda, I don't know. All right. I think it says it says in Bar Nevuchim that that even though this mitzvah that that makes sense, certain mitzvahs have reasons, but not every detail has a reason. So if it makes sense that I certain, but and by chukim pakeret, even though the mitzvah is a chayk, certain elements are tambadas. All right, halachavam. Kol klimachama, any keli which is relevant to war, any war war uh, tool, kugan asayef a sword, varemach or a spear, vakoyev or a helmet, vashirin or some kind of shield, or, or the boots, the soldier's boots, because even if they're not considered a beged, they're considered a, a tachshit, they're a, a, a glorifying thing. So that's, this is um, uh, why a sword, it's considered a, a keli. Yeah, okay. Any jewelry, this is why I'm putting on halach, I guess. Any jewelry a person wears, for example, a... Necklace. 
whether they have a signet or like a seal, they don't have it. They're all considered a tachshit. I feel dinner. Even a coin, which is no longer currency, yeah? A, a, a subway token. Or any person, but most commonly a katana, yeah? Yeah, it's not like it's not not, not, not in currency anymore. It's, it doesn't do anything. I don't think so. So, and you kind of correct and you maybe put a hole in it. You to, you can hang on, on the on the neck of a katana as a as a as a, as a design. Makabel was kabel tomo because that makes a design. I it's a flat thing that has no use. That now it's it's it's, it's uh, just the fact that it's there. Looking at it adds glory to the person. That gives it chivas. It's considered a clean. That makes sense. Well, it gives it importance. It's no longer just, it's no longer just a, a useless thing. Sense. A necklace makes sense? It's not a the point is that a keli has to have some sort of legitimacy and purpose. So what's the purpose of this, of this subway token today? Nothing. Make a hole in it, put it as, an, as, a, as a charm on a necklace. Now, it's, you know, it's a statement. Why should it be tummy? Oh, why? It's not, why should it be tummy? It's a cobble tumor, theoretically. The, the point is it's a keli. And now it has... It's not a keli. It's not a keli. So a keli doesn't mean a receptacle. A keli means it has use. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. A metal amulet. Okay. In other words, most amulets are made of leather with parchment inside. But this is, I guess, a metal, a metal case. Maybe it's a piece of metal that, that they inscribe in, in some kind of thingamajing. It's like any other jewelry. Because a metal, a metal amulet, besides the Kabbalistic whatever the person believes that it has, it also has a certain like a decorative uh, status to it. Zion. Any jewelry, any ornament, Unlike the previous halacha, this is this thing that's meant to beautify a keli. Not if my car look nice if I hang this thing from the from the hood or whatever, or it makes the animal you know look, look important. Because now I feel important because my animal fine, but it's not meant for a person. Rings meant for the animal neck. Although or different kind of like rings that are meant for the side of a keli. Yeah, like a phone case, Yeah, to hide in the tar, not independently. as part of the keli, but independently not makabotuma. The exception is a bell that you hang on the neck of the on the animal, the kalim or the the bell that you hang on a kalim. That's a people. The person could benefit from hearing it. Obviously, the person benefits from his 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 behemo, uh, having a jewelry on it. it makes him look feel chash if his you know his, if his his dog is wearing that fancy necklace. So I'm a rich guy. Fine. But that's not considered attached for a person. If it's meant for the person to hear the function of the the, 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 the bell, so it's meant for the person to hear the function so the animal shouldn't get lost, or so people should hear it wants to sell the animal, let's say. So then that is a A case of example, a person makes a bell for a a mill. The Gemara says apparently in Chrysis that this type of bell, it would make the spices when the sound was, the bell was making noise. In Kabbalah in the morning, yeah, yeah, correct. So it would make the spices, ba- uh, uh, you know, they would grind better and tend smell better. Well, I used for a crib, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It ties over here, actually. For, yeah. Oh, sorry, a cradle, right? So in other words, you want the, 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 you should know the, cr- the, the either for the shake the cradle so that the bell should make the kid relax the music, or maybe the, if if you should hear where the, you hear where the cradle is if the kid walks around with it. The metvach is svarim, or for example, the covers of svarim like sifatera has on the on the mantle. Let's say the tenekes are for kids if your child shouldn't get lost. Tarim, they're all these are tar because these are considered not for not for design, but they're considered just for the purpose of the um, the cave that they're for. In the case of the baby,
In other words, either a mantle for Sifatera, or a kid has like some kind of um, diaper or some kind of shmata, and the shmata has bells for whatever purpose. But it's for dec- it's, it's decorate the shmata the kid's wearing, not for the actual person. That's tar. Also, lehen in bailam. If, however, all these cases so far, the bell didn't have a clapper. So what, what good did it do? I'm not sure. But then, so why? So, but he says the Gemara says the sound is good for the for the, for the spices. Okay, not sure exactly how this works over here. But upon him, now you put a clapper inside. Now it makes noise. Because now since it's meant for a person to hear, so therefore that's considered like a, like a design for a person or, or um, jewelry for a person. If afterwards you took out the clapper, the kavutuma once the kavutuma it remains that way. Since it was once a keli, and now you can still make noise if it bangs against. I think the vart was these clappers bang against each other. The bells bang against against each other. Maybe that's why they made noise. But here you put the clapper inside; it makes a much louder noise, I guess. Akapanim once it has a clapper, it's Even if you take it out, it's still technically speaking usable for its purpose. Not as easily. You have to bang it against something else, not against itself anymore. But it still retains the status because it's still considered keli. It's not ois keli. Zug oslo adam a bell meant for a person. Imnasla katim it's for a child, right? So he should uh, you know where he is. Let's say It's not a kavutuma. Unless it has a clapper inside, it's for, it's for noise. Therefore, if it doesn't have the sound inside, it's like a, a needle, doesn't have a hole, an eye on top. So it's not considered finished. If it's for an adult, for an adult to wear a bell is considered a jewelry. For a kid, it's not jewelry, it's just a tool to know where he is. If there's no clapper, it's useless. For an adult, it's, it's useful just by having it. It's like a fancy designer watch with no battery. What do you do with it? Nothing. It's just a piece of jewelry. I can't tell time. Fine, but it's also chashif. Despite the fact it doesn't have a battery, in this case, it doesn't have a clapper, yeah? It is makabal tumah. That's, I think, the Ramesh has a tshuva with the Hatzola guys with the walkie-talkies on Shabbos. He said, what do you mean? It's a, it's a jewelry. It's a, it's a chashif thing. You feel all important. That, that's part of the heter, I think. Halachates. Kol ha-partzufais makabal All seals, excuse me, all masks. <laughs> All masks on Mechal it's considered a, a, either a keli or it's considered a, a garment. Yeah. That's, he says, he says, beg it over there, he says, oh. Yeah. But seals, right, so people yeah. used to wear these like kind of seals on, on, on them as, as demonstration that they worked for a certain company or they were subservient to a certain king, maybe for slaves perhaps. So they are, it's not considered a tachshit. No, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a chash of a thing. It's actually a maybe degrading thing. The exception is a metal seal that a person uses to stamp his, you know, signet on. That's considered a chash of a thing. Rings are tahar. Unless, unless the ring you wear. In other words, different kinds of rings that were for different purposes not to wear. Those were tools for whatever purpose. They weren't considered chashiv. They weren't considered keli. But if you meant to wear on your finger, that's considered a design, uh, uh, um, an ornament, and it's tar. Tommy, excuse me. Other types of rings that are not for your finger. They're meant to hold your pants up. Or ones that are meant to that tie between the shoulder. So they're meant to, they're meant to, to do something for the garment, not for the person directly. Um, in other words, you have it between the shoulder to hold the clothing in place. But it's not considered, it's considered a, a technical thing, not a design thing. Things that the admirals wear? 
The epaulets. Epaulets. Oh, 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 that, that, that old fashioned halation would have like, a piece of, like a chain to hold it in place. Is that what it is? Okay, so. Is a word. Suspenders. Ah, suspenders. Yeah, okay, so it's a suspender. So, but there are yeah, logically, classically, is not, thank you. It's a suspender, yeah, that's not considered, right, exactly, it's, it, if it's made of metal. So th- that's not considered a ornament, it's, it's a tool. Again, today you have designer suspenders with uh, logos, that's a little different, but the, but, the, but, the, but the classic example of a suspender, yeah, is, is, a, is not a Kaylee. It's just, a, it, it, it's not something for the person, it's just a thing that, that used for the garment. Tabas hashir shabahema, a ring used for an animal. A shear is like a rope. So it's like a, a, a rope, a rope ring. Since a person uses it to pull the animal, so it's considered like a shear, it's like a, a benefits the person. Again, the, 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 the rope, the ring for the keli, for the, for the garment, the suspender also benefits the person. So how do you exactly differentiate? I'm not sure, but okay. A metal walking stick for an animal, like a shepherd's staff is made of metal. If it's made of wood, it doesn't have, it doesn't have a place. To, it does, as long as it does not have a, a container to hold things, that's traditional creates, and therefore it's, it's not makabatuma. But if it's made of metal, a metal walking stick, so since a person is able to, you know, uses it for purposeful purposes to, to goad the animal, right? That's the word goad, yeah? The kabal's tuma is makabal tuma yud. Yeah, exactly. Halacha yud, this is the chayr not related to metal kalim dafka. It's v'chal concept in kalim. So why it's in this parak, I'm not sure. The next pair continues with metal kalim. The Ramam here goes into another, another topic, a more general topic. All kalim can, can, can descend, so to speak, to the status of tumma susceptibility just by thinking about them. That can change the status in some, certain cases. The ain cannot ascend from that status. Ella unless you do a specific behavioral change or a gashmika change. And one action can undo a previous action. And an action can also undo a thought. However, a thought cannot undo an action. And a thought cannot undo a thought. Keitzah. A ring for a behemoth or a ring for kalim, which is not considered kalim. It's not makabatum. You say, you know what? I decide I'm now going to use this for myself. That thought makes it a kalim. Now it's makabatum. It's as if that's what it was designed for. Good. So here we correct. So this is an example of a machshava being levat lemaisa because you used it for the hema for a whole year already. Let's say now the machshava undoes that. So if you have a thought the next day that now nah, I changed my mind, I wanted to go back to not the next day, even the next minute. You didn't, you didn't touch it yet, like you said, yeah. Now you had a machshav without touching it. I wanted to put it back for my animal. Despite the fact that a person never wore it, never, never, never used it to, to beautify himself. A thought cannot undo a thought. Unless you go do a deed, you smooth it out, or you scar, or you, uh, you, you do something else to correct it. By do, by, by, by you do something, an action to demonstrate that you're now putting it back into its behemoth status. So once the machshava undoes the maise, the that mach- a new maise to undo that machshava. 
there was a purse, a human ring, or a necklace, and you said, you know what, I want, I want, I want to designate this for my, my dog now. It's still a kavod tumah, because a machshava does not take away the machshava or the maizah. Right. And, and previously it was already used for a person. Because machshava cannot, cannot undo the tumah status. Now the case is tahar. We're talking about the possibility of becoming right. tahar, tar, yeah? Also, but maizah v'shinin l'behema. If he did a mindset, he changed, he engraved his dog's name on the, on the necklace, or whatever it might, he put on the, even, even simpler, he pushed, put it on the animal to demonstrate it's for the animal. Because the action of putting it on the neck of the animal undoes the action of putting it on the neck of the person that was done yesterday. Now, if it was already tummy, and then you take it and make it for the behemoth, does that make it ice tummy? The Ram does not talk about that. That's another question. We're talking here about the, the question of whether it's susceptible to tummy. All right, you know. On the topic of machshava, before we get to that, so what is the case that machshava elevates the item of not being uh, of not being able to him Right. Yeah. yeah, sure. If I, hit my, look at my, if I look at my dog sleeping with the necklace, I say, you know what? From now on, that necklace is mine. That moment it becomes a keli for a person. You know, a deaf mute, uh, show you a reminder. They do have the concept of maise being relevant. They don't have raw thought. Regarding the machshava themselves doesn't do anything. In other words, when a, when a cotton thinks, I want to use this now for a person. That does not, not make him a Kabbalah tumor. If they do a Maise, that could change it. So when it comes to a Katan, Machshava does nothing, but Maise does everything. Okay? So it ha- only Maise. Only Maise. But in other words, you can't... There's different ways to learn Pshat. Either you don't know what you're thinking because you're not considered Baal Bal- Seichel. But the point is, is that if they do a Maise to demonstrate the Machshava, now we give the Machshava credence. Your base. Zog shel delas. This is interesting. A bell for a door. Right? You have like a bell on the door and you used to yeah. knock on the door, yeah? And, and for whatever reason, a, door, a bell on a door is not makabal tumah. I don't think it's because it's in Bechubal Lekarka. I think even in the case, if it's an RV, so that's not, uh, or a wagon, because it's not considered connected to the Karka, it's still not makabal tumah. It's considered a keili or design or a... Part or a part of a door, not for a person. Even though you use it to bang on the door, you could, but instead of banging on the door with your knuckles, it's not so loud. So the, the bell makes it louder. That we bang, you, you bang with this bell makes it louder. So it's not. It's not considered a kei And you said, "I want to not use it for my animal." At that moment, and we're talking about using it for the animal where it's on the bell of a cow, which we said because it meant it for a per- per- person to hear. And this bell has a clapper. It is makabotuma. That thought makabotuma again. Machshava can change the ma'aser. That bell is makabel tumen now. If it's a, a bell around the neck of a cow, and you think to make it part for the door to not be able to knock on the door, so, it's, so therefore it should not be makabel tumen. If you attach it to a door, and the door is attached to the house, or attached to the ground, you bang with a nail. The kabel tumen is makabel tumen as it was in the past. You have to change something in the bell. Attaching it to a door doesn't help you. You have to make a shinoi in the form of the bell. Do something to, to change it. The fact that you super glued it to the door doesn't change the fact that it's still a keili. Okay? This is a chalakolos to kadin, right? When a keili, 
that's Makabal Tumah is not changed, not considered a Shini Maiseh, just because you changed its context, you attached it to something else. Um, so therefore, over here, it doesn't, you have to, in order to, in order to undo its status, if you, um, I believe so, yes. See, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't crazy. Okay. So, I mean, so, um, so, so therefore, Therefore, uh, uh, in order to change its status to a, to a uh, not makabal tumah, you must take an actual change in the keli. In other words, when we said halacha yud, yud, you have to make a shine maise. Doesn't just mean you move the keli or attach it to something. You have to make a shine in the keli itself. Yud gimel. Uma, the professional shalisa who makes bells. He makes bells. Now, what are they used for? For animals or for, or for, or for doorbells? It depends. Some people for this, some people for that, some people for both. So, what's the status of the bells while they're sitting in my store? If the most of them are used for the behemoth, the people should hear the animal walking. It's only 60%. Make a difference. That's the So, they're all assumed to be in that category. Unless you make a separate pile. And you say, make a sign, these are for doorbells. It's the exact same thing. By doing that, if a dead sheriff falls on that pile, it's not a kabbalah If it falls on the other pile, it's a kabbalah If you don't do that, the whole the both a kabbalah If most of them are meant for the door, for example, or for whatever anything else, that's not a kabbalah They're all tar. I forty percent are for the animal, which is the the neck of the cow. Still, they're all tar. Unless you separate some of them, something which is a In other words, you go basarayv unless you designate something specifically otherwise. Yudalit. Found the bell on the street. What's the din with the bell? Is it, do you, sit, you assume it's because again, bells for cows, which are, which are people hear them walking. So the, the, the bells that people. Um, <laughs> so the, the bells. The bells that people wear on the, on, on the necks of cows and the bells for the door are the exact same thing. So you find it, how do you know what it's for? But the apparently majority of the bells in the world are used for cows. There's more farmers in the world than there are more, more mansions. There's more cows than there are mansions. Therefore, right back then, I guess the fancy houses had it. It's in a large city where there's not too many farms and cows, but lots of fancy houses. In that case, the majority are for the door. And therefore, the majority are not Makabotumma. You go Basarev, and therefore, it's not Makabotumma. Tesvav. If you hire craftsmen, you say, Make two bells for me. One for my door. One for my cow. So now, why you told them that? I'm not sure. They're the exact same thing. Maybe there's some slight difference in design. No, that wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't help you. Okay, he's just telling him, I need two for this purpose. Fine. And they're identical. So you're making two. He doesn't care which one is which. So what's the deal? No, they're both a kabbatumah, both not a kabbatumah. Also, the yishtay machtoyas, or for a similar mat, make me two mats. Echel, the one to lie on, which is a kabbatumah, uh, certainly for a zav, right? The achel, the one which is being a part of a tent, which is not a kabbatumah. Make for me two, two sheets. Echel, the tzuris, one for design. He says in the Mishnah that, 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 that the art students should look at it and learn how to make a nice, a nice, uh, a nice, a nice tapestry. Tapestry. One's for part of a tent. So the point is that one's makabel tumah, one's not, and they're identical. Shnei makabel tumah. They're both makabel tumah. specify. This for that. This for that. Now, here's the question: What if you tell make me three, two for this purpose, one for that purpose? At that point, you go basarayif. I don't know. I'm not sure that being being medayik about one and one fifty fifty. One, one, two, two. But if it was a different number, it'd be different. Or the point is, when you hire someone specific... It's not, it's not a different number. Because he didn't specify, then it's all up... They're all, so you're saying, even if he told them, make me ten. One for my cow, and one for the door, the all makabotumah. And nine for... Uh, 
Okay, fine. Yeah, could be right. Good. All right.